0: Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you In four weeks, the typical noon user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Legends, three rounds remain here. We're going to kick it off with our team list for round 23. We got the Bunnies beat the Panthers to kick off our Thursday night game. Would have been nice if Cleary would have been there. More fun to watch for for us, given he's usually our captain than, than having Luai in there as well. But definitely that niggle would have been funny to watch. But... Bunnies v Panthers, not too much has changed for the Buns, given they've been playing super well. They basically line up the same. The main issue there is Latrell had his small groin issue uh, yesterday morning at training, and sounds like he'll be okay, but just be aware, and obviously it being first game is very helpful, so try and have some wing fullback cover ready to go. Mr. Campbell Graham returns from his cheekbone injury, so that's obviously ideal as well. We still see Taylor May out for the Panthers And we see Dylan Edwards come back Obviously it was a late out uh, on on Thursday night last week So we see Taruva still in that spot, in Taylor May's spot there Robert Jennings moves out of the side Guys like Salmon and O'Sullivan I still think are solid guys to play But obviously up against a, a nice uh, strong team again this week Don't expect the world, but something decent around that Anywhere between 35 and 55 for, for both of them together there Best option here is Isaiah Yo. We've obviously got Abby Curacao, who's who scored well last week also. If we move down from there, we have the Cowboys v. the Warriors, and the Cowboys looking to bounce back with a nice win here. Thankfully, it's not in New Zealand, because they definitely play uh, you know, a few times better than they do uh, overseas, that's for sure, and, and make sense in front of their own home fans. But the Cowboys there... Very much uh, unchanged with how well they've been playing. We just see Kyle Felt come back in onto that wing, which is good, and Hamiso heading back to the bench. So other than that, very much the same for the cows. And if you're looking at Cotter, I think he's a great uh, a great guy. You can pop in your squad this week. And we're seeing Luisa Lua play big minutes as well. So if you're looking in that 500 range, then he could do a job for that last three weeks with them ramping him up to a nice big minute roll. Just given him his be obviously very... Um, yeah, a, shows that he's got plenty of potential to score and help us out on that left edge when he comes on. So he's definitely someone to think about. On the Warriors, guys, I wouldn't be thinking too much of. Obviously, Dejan Asi now, he's a little bit more expensive than he was last week. He scored okay. Probably will score just okay again against the Cowboys. You've got Tohu Harris, uh, who's averaging solidly as well. Anyone else in here? I wouldn't look at trying to bring in an Aiken or anything like that this week. Just be conserving your last trade. For any injuries that pop up in this one. For example, if you have one left and no wing fullback cover. And Latrell happens to not play this week. It might be ideal just to bring in a wing fullback. Not for Latrell just because he will be back in round 24 and 25. But just some someone to bring in as cover to help that out. But hopefully you do have that cover available. Broncos v. the Storm here. And on the Broncos side, really not too much that's going on there. We see, actually the interesting news of the day is that it sounds like Penrith Panthers have signed Zach Hosking to a two-year deal, so <laughs> they just keep getting the good players, don't they? Like, it looks like he's come in and absolutely killed it in his first two games in the NRL. Very surprising that they couldn't sign him to a deal, and was he at the, was the Knights before that, and they didn't want him either, so I don't, I don't know if there's something going on there, but or they're just these two teams have just let him go through the cracks, and you watch him go to Penrith the next year with Kikau going as well, and he'll probably slot straight onto that side and do a great job. But yeah, I thought that was the interesting news out of the Broncos. Jerome Hughes is back for the storm, so that helps them out, obviously, in a pretty important game to try and stay in that top four. If they win two of their three matches, they will keep the bunnies out, basically, of that top four. So, very important games for them. And if you've got guys like Munster, I think, you know, big games uh, to come from him and Harry Grant. I think Hughesy he will just direct them around a little bit. Hopefully... He can, uh, he obviously it's shoulder related, so he will still be you know, fine on the running side of the ball. He'll still get his run meters, but it'll be interesting to see how he goes in contact. And if you do still own him, I did train him out last week, then he'll uh, he'll be able to slot in, but don't expect the world from him. If you need someone in the hooking position, then Brandon Smith's a, a cheeky one. Uh, all the mids there that you've um, that he's come in and he's improving week on, week out. Especially his scores, but also his gameplay, making plenty of tackles, running the ball well there. Eels three dogs. So a couple of interesting ones here. We've got Mitch Moses that potentially is back. I've said um Brad Arthur. If you watched the my latest video, there had him on there and said he's a great chance of playing this week. He'll be named and given every hope. He just has to get through the week. So usually that's a, about a ninety percent chance of returning in that one. A lot of time they'll get named in reserves and then sneak in on game day. But look like he uh, looks like he should be fine. In terms of the Bulldogs, we have Luke Thompson and Tavita Pangai Jr. named in the reserves. So they're a chance to come in for sure this week. I, I think there's a great chance that they do. And you should see guys like either Harry Edwards or Jackson Torpenny make way, along with someone like Batola or, uh, or Stimson there. So they're the two guys I'd probably think would uh, lose uh, their positions. And then minutes-wise, you probably see a little bit of a drop in potentially Raymond Fatale and Mariner. Uh, or a maxi king, although he hasn't been getting huge minutes of recent time. Anyway, Matty Burton got out with a fine, which is ideal for anyone who owns him, and hopefully a better game on his front. But you could see the Eels come out and absolutely dominate this one, given they had a shocker last week. Eagles v the Sharks should see a big win from the Sharks here, just with how they're uh, how they've been playing manly of recent time. I still can't believe what they've done to this club. As soon as that you know the the pride saga happened, they've just been horrendous, and yeah, that was pretty much the only way it was going to go. When the coach is unhappy, the players are unhappy, not going to not gonna work out well. But guys like Garrick, I think it's a little bit of a worry game for him. Again, you're probably not going to be able to trade him out, but he's someone that I'm worried about his scoring this week. You'd hope for a bounce back from DC, but definitely wouldn't be captaining him uh, this week or anyone going forward. Oluquatu's there, and he'll still do his thing, but he hasn't been as good of recent times. So a few guys to worry about when Kohler moves to the wing. So again, you're probably going to have to play him if you uh, don't have any cover there, and he'll probably probably be there as cover uh, if Luttrell does uh, happen to not play. For the Sharks, we don't see too much on the change front apart from poor Toby Rudolph, who's out for it looks like to be a month. Aiden Tomlin comes onto the bench and will fill part of that role. So you've got Hamlin Ueli and Royce Hunt, the two big fellas up front. Uh, and hopefully McInnes, again, for those that own him, gets some big minutes out of him as well. Hines is still a great captaincy option in this one, and he could probably play Katie Dykes in this one, if you did bring him in, and again, if not, you uh, could use him as some cover. Roosters v. the Tigers, again, very limited on the changes front. So the Roosters side of the ball, we see Lindsay Collins and Aho, um still out, so nothing changes for them. But they are close, just be aware of that, that they are definitely getting there. And there's really no point in bringing them back, I'd say, until probably the last round before finals, so they can unless they are needed to to get into a good spot. I think that will be the smartest. Get in some game time and then have them rearing to go, ready for the final series. In terms of the Tigers, we see Kemamalo back, which is yeah, not the biggest in. Let's be honest. Um, and Safarth added to the bench with Peachy moving out of that side, so not ideal. And you've got Brooksy and Uto Uto, Uto Ucomano, sorry, uh, who are not expected back until round twenty four. So again, not too. Important for fantasy at this point in the season Dragons Titans, a couple of games to go Dragons side of the ball, really The only person you'd be looking at is Jackie Bird Who had a great game last week And again, if he manages to stick in that 13 role Then I think he can score well again Like he did last week On the other side, Aaron Clark is just hemorrhaging cash now Obviously that doesn't matter too much But probably look to not play him If you have someone you think can hit about a 40 Over Aaron Clark, when he's in a 13 role He was killing it, but not anymore Dave Fafita, he's obviously there and scored great last week. And I think he can have another good game in this one. So he's a sneaky option. If you need someone around that price point, who's not too expensive there. Uh, and obviously we get Tino uh, back as well. So we have Knights v Raiders is the... Uh, I it seems like a bit of a boring finisher. Raiders clearly need to win and win well to get anywhere near the top eight and hope for some losses from the Roosters, for example. But uh, on their side of the ball, we see Jackson, uh, Jackson, Joseph Tarpany back in the forwards there and yeah, for anyone who held him you're really, really happy about that one and really not too much to say on the on the night side they're falling apart a bit at the moment we've got Brad Bess and Nari Tawala who've been stood down for this week so they've got a you know, a debutant, I believe um, Langi who gets his chance in the centres which is pretty cool uh, but again, I think they're going to be in a little bit of strife only guys I think will score well this week Jones, Frizzell uh, potentially Braley and Clemmer there Raiders were offering for a bounce back from Adam Adam Elliott, so good to see him still named in that position. And if you have Foggs or White, they should be able to score uh, decently this week. And hopefully a good score from Tarpany if you you own him. But that's pretty well it for this video, guys. I hope that helps you guys out with your potential trades or just setting up your team for the week. And thank you all for being here for the year. Like, subscribe, guys, if you are new here. Welcome. And uh, I'll catch you in the next few videos. See you later.